to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today is September the 24th, 2014. September the 24th, 2014. I tell you, if you are accomplishing anything significant in your life right now, and you probably are, if this is your season, if this is in fact that time when God is doing something significant in your life, Rest assured, you will be accompanied with and by tribulation. Now, the question is, why in the hell is that happening? (laughs) Well, I've got a few answers for you. If you're like most people, these things, these circumstances, these situations that you are being exposed to, they're not by accident. There is no happenstance. There's not a plot by divine forces to assault your life and strip you of whatever happiness that you deserve. That's not why this is happening. As a matter of fact, you're probably, and this is a sign if you're really getting ready to go to the next level. You've got some bills that, for lack of any other reason, exist out of your own mistakes, stupidity, or someone else's stupidity, if you're about to go to the next level, you are tired, worn out, you get up every day feeling like a hamster on a wheel, and they throw something that make even that wheel not turn easily or smoothly. If you're really getting ready to go to the next level, You are having all sorts of chaos happen in your personal relationships. It may not be with your significant other. It may be. It may be with your child. It may be those crazy folk that you work with. It could be something that you don't even have anything to do with anymore that is out of your past that's haunting you almost like a, uh, I'm going to use something that's going to date me. You feel like you got BD, you know, and it's like you're wondering, what in the hell? Uh, okay, somebody's going, Mama, what's BD? Child, you are too young to ask that question if you don't know and if you're old enough to know. Oh, well, I just hope you don't have it. Anyway, I'm going to stop being silly. But getting to the truth, there are things that are sent into our lives which appear to be much more of a curse than a blessing. But in fact, it is working for your good. Now, I want you to write down some things. As you know, every time we get on this program, I have you getting pens and papers, but if you're taking notes, those notes should provide some source material for you to live a profoundly extraordinary life, and today is definitely one of those days where your notes will be a blessing to your life. Tribulation. I want you to look up this word when you get a chance. There's this word called tribulum, T-R-I-B-U-L-U-M, that is where we get the word tribulation from. Now, someone goes, and you're probably going, Doc, what the hell does that have to do with what I'm going through right now? When I get finished explaining what a tribulum is, we're going to do a few things. One, I'm going to explain why tribulation exists in your life. It's not going to make you love it, but it will help you deal with it in a much better way and help you to benefit from it. And that's right. I just said benefit from tribulation. That has got to be a real stretch because for some of us, you're going, how in the hell am I going to benefit from this helper that I'm working with? The only way I will benefit from them, my, this person is if they, let's just say something happens like they drop dead. Okay, well, they probably 
that probably would uh, ease some of your days, but the truth be told, they're in your life for a reason. By understanding what a tribulum, i.e. tribulation is the word we use, is used for, we'll better comprehend why tribulation is and what God's purpose is for allowing it in your life. Now, let me give you some history real quick. A tribulum is a form instrument that was used and made, uh, I'm going to say this is going to be crazy, but it was something that uh, back in Roma, during the Roman Empire, people were very familiar with a tribulum, just like right now you are very familiar with tribulation. A tribulum was this instrument, a tool, and it was used to be pulled over, pressed down, causing distress, just like tribulation is causing you some distress, and it would separate the grain from the straw and the seed from the chafe. And and most of these weeds would also, the weeds that surround it, like if any of you have ever looked at a field or where they've grown any plant, which most of us who live in the city only know about going to the grocery store and getting stuff, but believe it or not, that stuff is actually grown out in a field. And in these fields, there's lots of stuff out there like weeds, you know, if, if you have a yard or cut uh, ever cut a yard, you know that weeds grow right in the midst of the grass. So if you could imagine, you're a farmer, you've got these crops out here. There is all sorts of stuff attacking what you're working on. And, and let's correlate that to you right now. You're trying to plant some things in your life and have them grow. And just like that farmer has to deal with bugs, whether he cannot control weeds trying to grow where he's trying to grow his crops and all of this stuff, the same thing is happening to you right now. While you're trying to grow your dreams, harvest the fruit from your hard work, and have something to show for what you've been sowing, mess is all hell is breaking loose. That is the same thing that happened. So they had this instrument called a tribulum. Now, here's what would be, here's how this worked. Right when the farmer was getting ready to either get the ground prepared to sow some new stuff, just like right now, you're trying to clear your life out so you can sow into your own life by going back to school. You're trying to sow into your own life by having this business that you busted your butt to have, make enough so you can feed yourself and your kids or just feed yourself. Just like right now, you got a new job. You've been on the job less than a month. or you Let's say you've been there for maybe a few years, and somebody that they hired over your head who's been there less than a month is causing you a raw pain in the butt. And you're going, what the, you know, I'm just trying to make it. Where did this fool come into the mix? All I want to do is get my paycheck and go home. All I want to do is make a living. Why did these little badass kids throw a rock and break my neon sign on my window? Why is it that I'm just trying to love you? I'm just trying to have a relationship with you, and you are causing me let's just say, a very unpleasant experience. Why is it that I have given my whole life to put your little butt in college and you are going to school or to high school or to middle school where I'm paying this money and you acting a fool? Well, sound like tribulation to me. Let me give you some hints on how this tribulum worked. They would hitch this thing up to an ox or maybe even a couple of ox. And one person would stand on it or they would weight it down with something and they would pull it across this field. And it would, the minute that you could imagine, why is this fun? No. So some of this stuff that's been hitched up to you that's getting on your nerves. No, it's not fun. Let's just admit it. Let's admit 
Well, I'm going to be honest, and and you guys know I have to be transparent with you. In the last four to six weeks, have I wanted to strangle some people, including myself? Yes. Have I had to look at some mistakes that I made? And I'm not saying I made some mistakes where they were contemptuous or I was with any intent trying to do somebody wrong or uh, make a mistake, but hell, I'm human. I'm just like you. And probably like you, I've sat there in the last few weeks looking at a combination of my mistakes, mistakes other people made, things where I went in trusting people to do do what was right, and they just were out for themselves to get whatever they could get and, and at my expense. Or, you know, even possibly you you can look that way to other people where you've made an honest mistake and somebody else is looking at you like you took advantage of me. And, you know, you didn't take advantage of them, but the circumstances does not bear that out. Well, tribulation, just like this board I'm describing, this weighted thing, it when they hooked up this tribulum, it took more than a minute to even hook it up. So some of the circumstances in your life, have taken a hell of a lot more than a few minutes to come into uh, their own existence. But they're definitely there now, right? And they're there while you feel this is not good timing. You're spending money right now that could really be better spent on, uh, hell, a new pair of drawers, <laughs> you know, uh, some uh, going and paying the electric bill or the light bill. But you're having to spend money probably that you don't have to clean up a mess, to deal with a problem that you didn't even create, or maybe you made a mistake, and now it's time for you to fix it. Well, dear one, let me give you some good news. Be thankful. That's right. Be thankful because this tribulation is kind of like the tribulum. When that tribulum was hitched to that ox or oxen, weighted down, somebody standing on it, It was used to be pulled through a field in order to either do one of two things, prepare it for someone to sow into it or to help separate the weeds from the wheat, the seed from the chafe that surrounded it. In other words, just like in your life right now, some of these things that you're going through, It's not that God doesn't love you. It's not that your prayers aren't being answered. If anything, it's much to the contrary of that. It's the evidence that you are getting ready to go into the right stuff. It is ready. uh, It's time for your season to come into full manifestation. But before that can happen, or, or I won't even say but, While God is ushering you into what he created you to do, some things, some folk, some situations, some circumstances, even some opportunities have to be positioned for you to benefit from them. I'm going to use this. After... When they would take this tribulum and pull it over the wheat by the oxen, the driver would stand and sit on the tribulum adding weight. And sometimes you probably feel like you're standing right in the middle of your own path blocking yourself. But, dear one, let me tell you something. No, you're not. And while the winds would blow, while this tribulum was being pulled, or even sometimes manufactured wind, the the lighter chafe from behind this tribulum would just blow away. So, see, sometimes some of this pressure you're under is, is there for some of these fake friends you think you got to be blown away. For some of your bad habits and your stinking thinking to be blown away. There's a lot of time. That is going. That is taking place. It seems like a lot, but really, this is when you look back on it. It's going to be just but a moment. But while you're going through it, it seems like it takes forever. As you are being separated, 
from old thought processes. Even some new folks have come around you that they just the same thing. You got rid of packaged differently. Last time it was a man, this time it was a woman. Last time they were black, this time they're white. Last time they were the same gender, now they're a different gender. Last time your zip code was 3003, whatever, now your zip code is 90210. Whatever the heck, this tribulation that's in your life is there to separate while one of two things has happened. You're stuck in the middle with you or someone is standing in a place in your life dominating your space. I mean, I know right now, and, and I I'll, I share my stuff, not so that somebody can sue me later, but <laughs> I share my stuff with you because I want you to know that you and I are no different. I may be talking to millions of people all the time. I may have books that have been read by masses, but let me tell you something. At the end of the day, Dr. D. Yvonne Young is going through the same stuff you're going through. That's why God has us connected. That's why you're listening to this program. You probably were getting ready to go eat your cheese sandwich and sit down somewhere and do whatever it is that you do, but that's not why you're listening to this. You're listening to this because God loves you so much that he wants you to hear my show. No, I'm kidding. He loves you so much because this is your season. This is the time that he is separating you. He's positioning you to be everything that you've never been before, to do what you've never done before, to be what you've never been before. And as you take on this new place in your life, there's some things that just have to go. And there's some things that need to be exposed. And none of this, I promise you, this sucks. You know, Often being pruned, hell, if the tree could talk, the tree would be like, ouch, ouch, that hurts. Quit cutting on me. I mean, I'm okay, maybe I, I don't do a very good imitation of a tree. But the truth is there are times when life has to happen in order for you uh, to get what you're supposed to out of it. There are times when you have to have your heart broke in order for you to be uh, – Loved. It's it, there are times when you have to take on that which you've never taken on before, in order to know how strong you truly are. There are times when you have to stop accepting less than you deserve. There are times when you have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired and get angry, so that you can finally say, you know what. I'm not taking this blank anymore. Hey, y'all give me a pat on the back because, you know, I wanted to curse right then, and I didn't curse. I am so proud of me, but you can curse. Go ahead and say it. Ain't nobody in the car but you and your sandwich. You know, the truth of it is, if we don't have some tribulation, if we don't have something, put enough pressure there while the winds blow, we're going to take what's supposed to be some wheat bread, and it's going to be wheat mixed with some weeds. No, I did not say weeds. See, you need to stop smoking that stuff. It's not good for you. Yeah, you know who I'm talking to. We have to get to a point where it's not somebody else's fault all the time. It's time for us to have enough pressure hit us where we understand the value of the money other people gave us, where we understand the sacrifice that our children make, that our loved ones make, while we were stuck on stupid. You're not stuck on stupid no more. You're in your 12-step program. You're doing good. You're not drinking no more. You're not smoking no more. But see, let me tell you something. There's still more room for you to grow. There's still an opportunity there for you to be that which you've never been and do that which you've never done. But how could you do any of that unless this pressure began? Now, now let me tell you about this trivialum thing uh, just a little bit more, and we're, I'm going to get to giving you some steps 
so that you can take this chaos and get clarity in it, okay? Look around you right now. And that's where, get your pen and paper, write this down. Seriously, get it, go ahead. It's okay to use your baby's Crayolas or whatever. Just get write it on something. Write down who or what is getting on your last damn nerve right now. I'm serious. Write that down because there's a lesson in this for you. Now write down, okay, I know some of y'all got a list. It's like, hang on, Dr. Young. It ain't just no one person. It's, I understand. It's our old family. It's his old family. It's his children, whatever it is, right? But write down who or what is getting on your nerves right now. Okay. Now, look at what you wrote and write down or draw a line. If it's two or three names or two or three sets of circumstances, just draw a little line out from it and write in a little box what about it is getting on your nerves. So for some of you, it's going to be Aunt Jamama at work. You know, Aunt Jamama and the Syrup and Biscuit crew is rocking your day. For others, it can be you just trying to do your thing in the salon. You're trying to curl or perm hair or cut hair or whatever. And why is it these people are hating on you? Because you got a customer that, that you got one of their customers that didn't want to wait on them. And you, you're just there. The person. But see, here's the deal. Whatever it is that's bothering you, I want you to know and understand that God allowed it I don't. I've never really believed in this evil Satan thing. I've always felt like people were more evil than the devil would ever be, and I've always felt like it, it's a cop out if you keep blaming spiritual, allegedly spiritual manifestations for physical things. But I'm here to tell you, after the last sixty days, I'm here to tell everybody. My, hey, my friends down in Australia, my friends in the United Kingdom. Oh, by the way, I love you so much. I'm here to tell you, Dr. D is starting to believe in evil, and I'm starting to believe that Satan does exist, and I'm starting to believe it because some of the stuff I have seen happen in the last uh, 60 days, 90 days, I know damn well something is influencing. Now, he did use people, and he did use circumstances, but there are some forces that are subhuman that create some of this stuff, and, and, and while you're looking at this, Look at your own contribution to your problems. You know, I told you guys about this thing with my website and all this junk, and I look back, these guys, much to my disgust, went and registered my website and their company name, basically stealing my name. And they and what they did was not illegal. Is it unethical as hell? Yes, with a capital Y. But whose fault is that? Can I blame that company for what they did? The truth is yes and no. Yes, I can blame them, but no, because I'm the person that didn't stop and ask enough questions. So some of us, I'm going to say us, not you, some of us, maybe it includes you, we are suffering because we simply didn't do our homework when we got in bed with, and for some of you, that's physically. You let your drawers hit the flow and got your freak on with somebody you shouldn't have. Now you're sitting up itching or got a baby or child support or whatever's going on. And then for others, we trusted people because we figured they were like us. We figured, well, I would never do that to nobody, so why would, you know, right? And see, what we have to ask ourselves is this. It doesn't matter if you get cut by accident or on purpose, you're going to bleed the same. And if you accidentally cut someone else, they are going to be in pain and hurt. So the fact that you didn't mean to do it does not lessen the suffering that these other people are going through. You know, the other day, if if you follow me on Facebook, I, I was feeling some kind of way. I was having one of them days where it's like, okay, Lord... <laughs> Why is it in the midst, you know, uh, now I'm very blessed to be in the product, getting in pre-production for what is hopefully going to be a national television show that I'm doing. And I'm looking at this and, you know, there's financial stuff involved where I need to position myself properly just to protect me 
in this business deal, not from the, my partner, but from the system and the industry at large, right? And I'm looking at these things, and while I'm looking at them, I've got business deal that w- nobody wanted to do anything wrong, but it has it affects my brand. It was built around me. And that deal, because of other factors, did not go down. So in order to keep my good name, I'm the one that has to be responsible to clean that up. And that's going to cost not a lot of money, but a little bit of bad timing more than anything. Now, I want you to stop and think, maybe you're in a very similar situation. You didn't do anything with intent wrong, but if you don't clean it up, it could affect your brand. Or someone did it to you. And you're going, I gave this fool my house note money. I gave them my car note money, and the person can't pay you back. What is God teaching you right now? Is he teaching you to be embittered and and angry? No, that's not what God is teaching you. He's not teaching you to beat up on yourself or to beat up on someone else, but what he is teaching you is awareness. And he's teaching you that, you know what? Moving forward, you need to look before you leap. You need to think before you speak. You need to put in some forethought so you don't have to have an afterthought. You need to use some some insight so you don't have to look at things from hindsight, meaning we can't close continuing to close the gate after the cattle are gone and be mad at the damn cow for leaving. Isn't that stupid? You can't be mad at Moo and Oink them because they left and you left the gate open. You can't run around bitter and angry because your happy butt got up and wanted to do the right thing. You're not being punished for wanting to do the right thing. What you're doing is learning a lesson. You're not being punished at all, to be honest. As a matter of fact, there's something that said, God only chastens those whom he loves. So the reason why you're going through what you're going through right now is merely because God loves you. It's not because he wants to beat you up. It's not because... He thinks you're the biggest dummy that ever walked the earth, and he's punishing you for the fact that you got out the bed this morning. That it has nothing to do with it. If anything, this is your season to live life fully. This is a time that tribulation is being used to make you be better than you've ever been, to do more than you've ever done, and to go where you've never gone. This is a place, and 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 I'm going to say it's just a place because I want you to understand this is not the end of the road. As a matter of fact, this is confirmation that you are right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you need to be doing, exactly how you need to be doing it. You have been orchestrate, well, let me put this another way. You have been placed in the situation that you're in because God loves you, not because he doesn't. This is a time and a season in your life that you will have an opportunity to grow in ways that you have never grown before, to do things that you've never done before. But how could you Move forward and take the past with you. How can you take your situation to a new level and do exactly what you've been doing? Do you think it's even prudent or wise that for you to lose things you've already lost for less of a reason? Do you think it's even in God's plan for you? For your life to end up being in a situation or a set of circumstances where unhappiness is a constant and reoccurring theme, of course not. You know, when I look back and I look at this situation, the one that I'm going through right now, 
And I ask myself, God, you're giving me an opportunity to have a show that comes on and with millions of people every every few times a week. This radio show you're listening to right now, why is it? And and trust me, y'all, I'm I'm being so honest with you. Why is it? I'm telling people how to deal with problems. I got all these doggone problems myself. Why is it that when I'm at a place that I have so much to enjoy, I can't enjoy it because of minutia? And when I looked at it, the first thing that my spirit said to me is to whom much is given, much is required. The next thing that my spirit said to me was that how could you handle what I'm giving you if I didn't give you a firsthand experience on the cost of not doing your homework? How can you be what I need you to be to them if you can't be who you need to be for yourself? How can really appreciate the people that buy your books and listen to your programs on TV unless you could be in a position where you needed to buy somebody else's book and watch somebody else on TV and be grateful that uh, networks like Trinity Broadcasting and Daystar and the Word Network exist. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, but I need a word from God. You know, I don't, I don't know about you, but I find myself needing to pray and be focused sometimes. Hey, with that, my producers are telling us we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Get the pen and paper out because when we come back, you are going to need everything that I'm getting ready to give you. I promise you this is going to be going to change your life and the stuff that you are thinking is going to use your
dear friend, Miss Melba Moore. What can I do to survive? And that's what we're going to learn right now, what you can do to survive. Earlier, I told you, I said, get a pen out, and I want you to write down the very people, the situation, the circumstances that are getting on your last damn nerve right now, right? So if you've done that, I also told you, I said, write down how it's making you feel. Now, the reason that I suggested that you do that is very simple. There's a there's beauty in the ashes. You feeling me? That which was sent that you feel to curse you is the very exact same stuff God is going to use to bless you. As a matter of fact, your problems are the source material of your deliverance. They're the source material for this next level in your life. Whatever it is you're doing, I don't care what you are doing. If you are just going from hot fries to uh, working the cash register at Nikki D's, it was a reason that you got burnt cooking them hamburgers or cooking those french fries. It's the reason why you ended up having to go and catch that bus and lost your ride. It's a reason why that man broke your heart. It's a reason why you're, you lost mama, you lost daddy, you lost your child. It's a reason because God does not let anything uh, introduce itself into your life including pain, suffering, and loss, without having a beautiful reason for it. A good example, I remember, I'm an only child, both my parents are deceased, and I remember when my mother died, everything got embezzled. You know, I didn't have no money. I'm sitting up 40 years old, living on the University of Houston campus, if Dr. Elwin Lee, who was uh, the vice chancellor of student affairs, that's Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee's husband, um, if he wasn't there, I literally, I'm telling you, family, I would have been homeless. If it wasn't for Delbert, I remember this brother's name. I, I couldn't, you know, he'd see me in the morning going to class and he said, man, I got your breakfast. And if it wasn't for, I can't remember this other guy's name at Chick-fil-A giving me, I got, I eat so much Chick-fil-A, I could have wore a cow suit, y'all. I'm telling you. I, you know, these people, God put people in my path. In the midst of my tribulation, some of them fed me. Some of them would loan me 20 and $30. And I thought that was a, you know, I thought I had won. Somebody gave me $20 back then. You know what I'm talking about? This is after having five rent houses and making six figures a year and and living driving the $50,000 a day and you know this is after all of that and i'm thinking my lord god why would you allow everything to be taken away and then what i didn't do tell you and let me tell y'all the truth i had a few i had a little change come to me but i was so angry that I was self-medicating. I was smoking weed and drinking and, you know, trying to sex my way into some happiness. I was hanging around folk that didn't mean me any good. They All they saw me was, was, you know, he was going to buy me a drink. Or, okay, well, we're going to get our freak on tonight. It, none of it had any significance and this is what I'm saying to you. This tribulation that's in your life right now, that name you have on your paper, the way that they're making you feel, the fact that they can't pay their bill on time or pay you back money that you gave them or all of that, God is showing you how it feels to be on the other side of the room. He's showing you that when you took for granted, when your homegirl or your homeboy gave you $1,000 or $100, even $10, and you didn't pay them back, He's letting you see the sacrifice that that person made so that you could develop a little bit of character. And, and talk about tribulation is there to make you a better person. So here's why I want you to have your pen out. The first reason tri tribulation is in your life is for you to become more self-aware. The first step in becoming a better person is learning to notice your current behavior, you know, how are you reacting to stress? How are you coping with the loss of your loved one? How are you managing your anger? How do you treat people you allegedly love? The other thing that this season is there is helping you to determine that you have to set some goals, boo. You can't keep doing what you've been doing. You can't keep having 
goals set you. <laughs> you know, you need to set the goals. Because if it wasn't for tribulation, would you be prioritizing your day the way you're doing? Would you be so pressed to be trying to find a way to get a better life right now? Would you be so motivated to try to go back to school? Would you be so motivated to try to get your relationship right? Would you be so motivated right now if this tribulation was not in your life for you to declare that you are going to call your mother, your father, your friend, that you're going to apologize to someone, would you do it? No, you wouldn't. Let's just be honest. Let's just keep it real and say, if you're little such a much behind, you'd not need people right now the way you need them. Would you even be calling up some of these folks? Would you be seeking sources of inspiration? Would you be spending the time you're spending with God if you weren't in need of whatever it is you're needing? For some of you, you got problems that money could probably fix. I'm going to tell you, those are some good problems to have. I remember when Juanita, that's my deceased mother, was living. We went to the Zale Lipsy Hospital in Dallas. And the doctor came out and said, you know, your mother's going to lose her eyesight. And I said, what? You know, because none of us think our parents will ever die. None of us feel that they, they that's mama, that's daddy. They, they, they're always strong. And I was just thinking, okay, if she loses her eyesight, then how could, I, my, my mind went straight, not into what could she do for me, but how could I protect her? How could I know that she could make it up and down the hall and she's not going to fall and bump her head on something? And how could it, in other words, by me getting some bad news, and and then the first thing I wanted to do was, well, is there another doctor we can go see? And the doctor said, no, this is macular degenerative disease. This is something that's not going to stop. It's going to get worse and worse over time. In other words, I finally got to a place where my money couldn't solve the problem, huh? The other reason why tribulation is in your life is before you can learn to love others, come on, finish it. Go ahead. You're going to have to learn to love who? Yourself. Now, this isn't the sort of vain, self-absorbed love where you and you, girlfriend, you wear a size 14 and you in a size 4 and we both are standing at Walmart going, why in the hell did you wear that? Okay, maybe not you. That's what happened to me last night. I was terrified at Walmart. Never mind. Anyway, so it's the love that you start acquiring when you learn to accept you for you. That makes you delve deep to unearth your own value. I remember when when everything was lost. See, I had become Mr. J30 Infinity Driving, Mr. Versace Suit Wearing, Mr. Sechi Much is who I had become. And all of a sudden, here I am at U of H, broke. And the only thing I had, I, I remember, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. It would just be me and the foreign students, the students from China and Africa and the Middle East. And in other words, all the people that had nowhere to go. And I noticed how nice we would all be to each other. We would speak and I mean, even saying this right now puts a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye because those were the people that are marginalized. So now that you've been marginalized through tribulation, see, some of you are wearing your Gucci and your Prada and your fake red bottom shoes. And and I want to ask you, why in the hell, child, would you buy fake anything? But let's just bypass that conversation. Anyway, and you're sitting there, and now your pretense has become your circumstance. Now, you have to realize that you ain't all that. Now that your credit card ain't getting an approval code, or even for some of you, your EBT card or your Lone Star card, or for my friends that are in Canada and in Europe, that's a food stamp card. In the United States, we have social programs that feed people. So some of us uh, and let me tell you this, now they've made these cards look like debit and credit cards, so you you can kind of fake it till and act like that you're really paying with your credit card until 
it doesn't work. And all of a sudden they start talking to you and other people in line know that that was not American Express. That was the state of Georgia. That was the state of California, the state of Texas paying for your food. The other thing this tribulation is teaching you now that this person finally checked out your life because they either died or got sick of your stuff. You're learning to control your anger and jealousy because, see, now these emotions, though they are a natural part of life, have cost you something. Rather than constantly comparing yourself to people who you think are better off than you, now you have to take some time to acknowledge the fact that, you know what, without this person in my life, the fact that I can't tell them I love them or I'm sorry because they ain't hearing it or for they can't hear it because they've gone on. All of a sudden now, tribulation is teaching you that you have to actually value folks that are still present. You are learning now that when your friend's mama died, that you was an ass. That when your girlfriend or your homeboy broke up with this person and you telling them just to get over it, you know, Get it, move on. All of a sudden, now you're seeing how insensitive you were. See, where you're going, you are going to be before. It says God is going to give you a talent. It's going to bring you before great men. Well, I'm here to tell you, my friend, you are on your way to the big stage. You're getting ready to be bought before the great men. Your gift is making room for you, but you can't bring the old stuff to this new place. You can't be Miss arrogant miss i got it like that and what you mean you don't have a hundred dollars well now you ain't got a hundred dollars boo now what now you owe somebody some money and you can't pay the bill now what now you you want to go talk about other folk that owe you but you owe people now huh hmm you see tribulation work its patience yeah, I know you've read that before. And when you get some patience, basically what that means is slow yourself down. You know, look at the pattern. A derivative of that word is a timed pattern. Another definition for it is what do you see in this pattern now that you're taking the time to look at it? Now you're learning to be appreciative. You're learning to, uh, you know, one thing I I looked at, I'm an expert in relationships, not just romantic relationships, but institutional relationships and uh, relationships between governments and companies and their employees and what have you. But have you noticed that poor people share a lot more quickly than people that have a lot? Have you noticed that when I I was looking at uh, TMZ the other night and Paris Hilton stopped for a minute to give a brother that's homeless some change, and she even gave him a hug. Oh, that was so that was so black of you, Paris. But but the point I'm making is that sometimes in order to give, we have to wait till we really don't have that much to share, and that's sad because. You had to come to this place of tribulation before you would even consider choosing the right path. Now you understand what it's like to hurt and be hurt. Now you know what it's like to be judged and criticized. You know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share something with you, America. Share something with you, my friends over in Africa. My arrogant butt... (laughs) You know, if I'm starting a statement out like that, don't y'all be using this against me because you just as jacked up as me. I would always tell people, Google me. Just Google me, right? And I would, and about 60 days ago in July, somebody put out a false report on the Internet, right? And now we found out who probably did it. And I've in 10 years of practice, I've never had one complaint. I've never had someone that didn't say I didn't change their lives. As a matter of fact, I literally have probably a thousand thank you letters from people that have read books and, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, here's this lie out here. 
And I'm asking God, like, God, why would you let somebody do this to me? And he said, well, he said, what have you learned from it? I said, one, I've learned I damn sure don't like nobody talking about me. And then I thought about my mentor, T.D. Jakes, you know, the, the bishop, T.D. Jakes. And he was talking about an article that they wrote in the Washington Post. He was there to speak in D.C., and they had him on the cover of the Washington Post. And he was reading uh, all to the second page. And when he got to the second page, you know they give two opinions. So they first had the opinion of all the good stuff and the men, the people, and the millions that follow him and how he has been so instrumental and he's the new Billy Graham. But there was a second part of that article where the person got to have the other opinion. And they were talking about how he was uh, a con artist and he was just taking people's money and he was a prosperity preacher and all this. And he said it cut him to the core because he knew that was not who he is, right? So I'm now getting my little taste of it. And I'm like, I've got all these pages of nothing but me on CNN and CBS and Great Day Houston and all these radio shows, Al Sharpton, Keeping It Real, TV One, Radio One, Cox Broadcasting in Atlanta, and all of these different things. And I got this one damn comment that's a lie. And I called the people, and they told me, they said, well, if you give us $10,000, we'll take it off. I'm not making this up, y'all. This is, you know, this is just real talk. And I'm like, I'm not giving you no dog. I you know, lost your mind, ten thousand dollars. Screw you. I'll be damned. I give you ten grand. So then the people call me back and they say, Well, give me five thousand. And and you know, doesn't it sound kind of like pimping and extortion? Well, that's exactly what it was. And I chose not to play their game. And I called a company that represent celebrities and they protect our protect images they work with politicians and all this and then i i was brought to mind congresswoman sheila jackson lee is a dear friend of mine and she made a comment to me about barack obama and i'm not getting political so for you republicans out there and you tea party folk i'm surprised y'all are listening to my show but i'm glad you tuned in but i'm still shocked as hell but i love you and they said, I have never seen a sitting president be treated with the disrespect that Barack Obama gets treated with. Not because, and, and being honest, he has turned our economy totally around, but nobody's giving him credit for that. He has not had one blemish as president, no scandals cheating on his wife. No scandals of any sort going and doing some heinous activities using the CIA in another country. Nothing. But they, all they could do is try to say, well, you know, he has ancestry that is not American. Well, isn't this a country built on immigrants? So how in the hell is that a problem? And then they tried to find his birth certificate, and they found that in order to and then they tried to say he's not all black. In other words, I couldn't handle being Barack Obama. Somebody told one law on me, and they told thousands on him. I would have, you know, they, how John Brown is always uh, crying. I, he'd be crying, all right. I'd be then kicked him. Never mind. Okay. But the point I'm making is that sometimes tribulation is used to show us who we aren't, just like it shows us who we are. And it showed us that, and using Obama for an example, he never says anything back to these people that keep assassinating his integrity and his character. He never he never calls them out their name, and he never becomes the racist bigot that they are when they judge and criticize him. So, Mr. President, I salute you. Because I personally wanted to strangle the hell out these folks that lied on me. And I wanted to go on the attack. But I'm here to tell you I prayed about it, and God said, don't do anything. And I said, God, it's making me look bad. He said, I know. He said, but I'm going to allow the your enemies to be your footstools and stepping stones. And tribulation can become your stepping stone if you do not grow weary and if you do not faint. What I'm here to tell you today is what you are going through is preparation 
for you to be better than you have ever been, to do what you've never done, and to go where you've never gone. This circumstance and these moments and these situations and these people that have been set before you in this season of your life are there for one purpose and one purpose only, and that purpose is for you to be what you've been created to be. Don't do not grow weary in your well-doing. Whatever the needs that exist while you are in this season, I'm here to tell you God will meet them. I'm telling you right now, as I broadcast this program to you, I'm doing big boy things, so I don't have Bills anymore. I have Williams. Some of you will get that probably by the time the show is off. Okay, I'm going to help you. Bill is short for William, duh, right? Okay, so. While you are looking at the bill you can't pay, while you're looking at the people that owe you money that can't pay you, stop and be patient and examine how are you handling the, your circumstances. While you are working with Aunt Jemama and, and, and uh, Sam Soup and all these people at work, and they're getting on your last nerve, and you haven't done anything wrong, you, this is one time you are actually just doing what you're supposed to do. Pray for those who despitefully use you, those that talk about you, because it says, curse not and touch not my anointed, meaning God is saying, I got your back. You don't have to fight this because this battle is not yours. It's my battle, and I got them. Don't let them, whoever your them is, cause you to feel some kind of way. Because I'm going to be honest with you. My last... I, You know, I've had lots of circumstances take place that are refining me for the national stage. And getting back to my Bishop Jake's story, he said that there was an old woman in the lobby waiting. Not an old woman, but a, you know, a woman out there waiting. And she told him, she said, Bishop, what you have is not for them. It's for us. So I want you to know. What God is taking you through is not for your haters. It's for you, and it's for those that love you and those that are in your corner. And if God be for you, what can be against you? I want you to know that he who began a good and perfect work in you is going to see it until its full manifestation. I want you to know that anything that you've asked God to do is already done. And these circumstances, instead of complaining, be grateful for them because they're going to create and fashion in you a person that you've never been. As a matter of fact, I want to congratulate you. Welcome to your future. Now, make sure that you sign up on the website. Make sure that you go on Facebook and hit that like button and hit that follow button. But more than anything else, I want you to make sure that you know that I love you, Madeline. This is your week. By Friday, all of this, all of what you're going through is going to make perfect sense. I promise you, you are much stronger than you think. Anyway, have an awesome weekend. I'll talk to you Sunday night. I love you so much. Bye now.